Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Overnight Crowd. Jen Wallace with you as always from the Monday into your Tuesday morning. And uh, as we do do at this time every week, we check in with South Australia and what's going on in the world over there by chatting to SENSA's Paul Bonza. Bonds, thanks for joining us again. G'day, Jen. How are you? Fantastic. Up and about. Uh, look, we have to talk well, about it because we both watched it. The Jack Jumpers. Wasn't the Jackies are into the, are into the grand final. An unbelievable effort. Uh, you know, we've been calling some of the NBL all year and to see the Jack Jumpers that were basically, they were doing six at the start after the eight games and to make the grand final, an amazing effort from mm-hmm. Scott Roth and his team. Just that, no one, no one could have picked this. No one did pick this. No way. Uh, it's an unbelievable effort. Yeah. It didn't help that Chris Goulding uh, injured a calf in the warm up, I believe. So that's a huge out for Melbourne United. But it just never got really much better from there. It was all tied up at half time, and then after half time, Jack Jumpers got in front and. Geez, they seem a team that they're willing to scrap. They're willing to put in the application. So once they got in front, they just, they weren't going to give it up. And what comes with that, Jenny, is that when when Melbourne are expected to win, they are expected to make the grand final, and and we're just even without Golding on the court, they're expecting to come out and just get the job done. But as soon as the Jack Jumpers hit the lead in that second half, the expectations and that just just like they just mount and mount and mount and the pressure builds and builds and builds and the jack jumpers are playing for nothing. They they can just play relaxed and they're very smart the way they play. But yeah, all the pressure got thrown on to Melbourne United and in the end it was too much to bear. It was. And uh, look, now they go, they move forward, they advance to play the Sydney Kings, where the Kings swept uh, the series against the Illawarra Hawks. So they've been waiting for tonight's result to see who they'd be taking on. And it uh, can be a, a best of five series now. And we start again on uh, this Friday, which will be in, in Sydney. Yeah, I love that. I love the fact that it's a five game series. Me too. Um, I, I, look, I, I still think the Kings will win it. They've been. Clearly, one of the better teams, them and Melbourne all year. Uh, yes, the Jack Jumpers are on a roll. I don't expect the Kings to sweep uh, the Jack Jumpers. I expect the, the Jumpers to win in Tassie in Game Two, and maybe uh, I think it'll be a three-one or a three-two result for Sydney. But if the Jack Jumpers can get across the line and win a championship in their first year, um, I don't think we'll see it done again. <laughs> <laughs> 
been amazing. I'd almost, if I was the Jack Jumpers, then you'd just be like, and we're done. Hand the license back. Um, no, no, I know you wouldn't, but geez, what an incredible story it would yeah. be. And I tell you what, Bonds, out of all the games, I would love to be at game two, the first of the, the home games where the Jack Jumpers host it, because I reckon that is going to be heaving. Yeah, it's not the stadiums are going to be big enough. We know, we know that for sure. It's interesting. I was listening to Etienne's call uh, of the game at the start, and Peter Hurley said before the game, he said, "If I could pick from any players in the M- in the NBL and put a team together, none of these Jack Jumper guys would make my first team. In fact, they're not even not make my second team. But what they've done is uh, put together." just the right chemistry, the right amount of players and their imports have, have started slowly but just been amazing down the stretch. Oh, yeah, it's, it's it's unbelievable basketball and congratulations to the Jackies and all their fans. It's going to be a fun, fun series to watch, no doubt. Look, we're supposed to be talking about South Australian sports, so let's shift across yeah. to that now. Let's but yeah, have... how, can you not get, <laughs> how can you not get just swept up in all that? I know. It's unbelievable. Have been massively. Yeah, all let's right. talk about some footy. All right, uh, AFL first. Crows uh, come back to earth with a big thud mm-hmm. against the Giants here in uh, Adelaide. Giants were, were very, very good. We know they're very talented and they came to play. They apparently got together before the game. They did the circle of trust. They came around. <laughs> they had a few home truths and they played some great footy and knocked off the Crows by 59 points. That, you get that with a young team. You'll get yeah. the ups and downs. Um, but uh, Giants were fantastic and too good for the Crows. They absolutely were. And to be honest, it was the Giants needed it and they um, needed to probably make a bit of a statement. But as you said, the Crows, young side, you can you can probably expect some ups and downs. So uh, Port Adelaide, though, uh, the most important uh, point this season so far. Uh, yeah, Robbie Gray does it again. He's <laughs> uh, not the first time he's, Kick for goal and won a game for Port Adelaide. Um, uh, shocking conditions. And uh, uh, I think the AFL will never play another night game in Cairns at this time of the year. It, just a ho- it wasn't a great game. I watched all of it and it was just a horrible spectacle. Just with the humidity and the slipperiness. Um, didn't make for a great watching, but uh, a thrilling finish. And well done to the power. They get their second win in a row. Um, some, and then they, they take on uh, the Western Bulldogs this weekend at Adelaide Oval. So that'll be a, a yep. big game to see if they can keep the, the role going for Adelaide. Well, that starts the starts the round Friday, May 6th. So take on uh, Western Bulldogs uh, and the Adelaide Crows. They play on Sunday you, against Carlton. They finish the roads, right, round. So Adelaide teams are bookmarking the round this weekend. That's right. So, um, yeah, that's a tough tough job for the Crows taking on Carlton and Marvel. I, you know, if they win that, well, then they're back on track, aren't they? Um, good news for the Port fans, though. Um, Charlie Dixon, who's been out for a long time, he's going to make his way back through the sample. So he'll play for the Port Adelaide sample team this weekend. They're playing the Eagles at Albert Noble. So he'll have a run around whether he plays uh, the full game or... Uh, half a game, but they actually hadn't had a win until yesterday, and they went down to Glenelg and beat the undefeated Glenelg by three points, so oh, wow. it was a great game of footy, we caught it for SCNSA and uh, so they're starting to get some players back Port Adelaide, so it makes their sample side a bit stronger, and 
it'll be great to see Charlie Dixon running around at Albert Noble uh, next weekend against, or this coming weekend against the Eagles. Yeah, I think they have said managed minutes. So as you said, it'll be interesting to see just how much uh, time he does get, but really good news because you then assume managed minutes there and then the week after uh, straight back up into AFL ranks. Yeah, and and Port Adelaide did something similar with Xavier Dersma. So Xavier Dersma was the uh, medic, medical sub on um, Saturday night up in Cairns. So he played the last quarter up there. He came back and he played yesterday in the sample, but he didn't play the first quarter. He played the last three. So he still played a full game of footy, just in uh, two different games. That's um, brilliant. Yeah, and they took three guys up to Cairns as well, Mays, Pacini and McEntee, and they all played in the sample as well. So, again, Porter getting a little bit stronger in the sample and uh, obviously at AFL level with you know, players coming back through from injury. Yeah, good. Anything else from the sample that's worth noting or that you should let us know while we're on this topic? Um, well, there's, coming up this Sunday, uh, North Adelaide take on Glenelg. They're both four and one, so it should be a great, a great game of footy this Sunday at uh, one o'clock. But it's celebrating a hundred years since the first game of footy at Prospect Oval, which is North Adelaide's home ground. So. They played Glenelg 100 years ago to the day. Oh, so wow. they're celebrating that. Yeah, I know. They're celebrating that on Sunday. So, and we'll be there calling it for SENS today. Um, so looking forward to that. Should be a great game. Uh, Glenelg going very well. But uh, yeah, just had a bit of a hiccup on, on the weekend. And um, so North take on Glenelg, 1 o'clock Sunday. 100 years since the first game at Prospect Oval. That's remarkable. I love that. Uh, to switch around mm. into something that's probably not a discussion, I thought, you know what, when I sp- speak to Bonds throughout the year, we'll probably start to talk a bit about rugby union. Um, not something I thought we'd chat about, but <laughs> we should because some fixtures have been confirmed and you're going to have the Wallabies and the Wallaroos uh, playing in Adelaide. Yeah, double header. So uh, that's great news. It would be great to see the, the girls playing before the guys and and the Wallabies come to town the first time since 2004. So it's been a little while, but August 27 is the date set aside at Adelaide Oval. Obviously, there are some games in Melbourne as well. Wallabies' Bledisloe Cup, Cup game is in Melbourne. Um, should have a good crowd. It's been, you know, as I said, a long time since there's been some rugby in Adelaide. So... I think people just come out to watch the rugby, but especially because it's a bit unique and mm-hmm. we don't see it here very often. So I expect they get a good crowd there at Adelaide Oval. I would expect so too. All you want out of it is just that lovely winter's sunny day that makes for some really nice rugger being played, I reckon. And then it's going to yep. be a joy to watch and hopefully plenty of Aussie colours out there. So yeah, the Wallaroos taking on the Black Ferns, which is the New Zealand side, and the Wallabies to face world champions Springboks. So, you know, you can't ask for a better opposition to be playing. Yeah, for the Wallaroos, it's a lead into their World Cup as well. So, um, yeah, look, it, it, I, think, I think, like you said, I think there'll be a good crowd there. And End of August, mm. start, you know, start of September is when the weather starts to warm up. So hopefully they get a nice day, sort of low 20s, sun shining on the best sporting ground in the world. Not biased there at all. <laughs> Look, I think it's I think it's a stunner as well. So it is yes. having travelled around to a few of them and been lucky enough to play out in the middle of a few of them. Adelaide Oval was one of the ones that was like last on my 
you know, Monopoly card or bingo list, for example. Oh, yeah. So I kept getting fixtured on Adelaide 2 or out at what is now Carnaroll yeah. Oval, but it was then Park 25, so even the one just further. Yeah. Um, and then eventually with the WBBL coming in, I finally got Adelaide Oval, so I was able to tick it off. Oh, and, there you go. Yeah, I'd been there plenty of times, but always from the outside looking in, and I absolutely love Adelaide Oval. Great place, great viewing yeah, venue, great playing venue. Around. Yeah, you're very, very lucky, and they've just – that, that rebuild there was fantastic, Bonds, the way they've got the old, you know, used old the old brickwork and all the vines and then the nice new buildings. But yeah. I think the cool thing is the fact that they've kept the two big massive openings so you still get the actual um, breezeway that comes through and, you know, I think that was quite yeah, important. See, yeah, there's still, yeah, the, the northern end of the ground with the Morton Bay fig trees, uh, it's a, a feature of Adelaide Oval, obviously, the old scoreboard, mm. which is heritage listed, so that's still there. And uh, yeah, it, it's truly a remarkable. If you haven't been there, um, book a date for the Adelaide Test match or a game of footy um, or the rugby. Come over to Adelaide and watch the rugby. Um, it's a world class venue. And I'd suggest do the tour while you're there. It is actually quite good to do the Adelaide Oval tour. I've done it and can vouch for it. Bonds, what else? Anything else in the world of? South Australian sport you'd like to chat with us here on the overnight crowd. Um, look, it's been apparently it's been a lot of footy. I've been mm. entrenched in the sample. Obviously, we're doing two games a weekend, so um, that sort of takes up most of my time. Um, it's good to see uh, Henry Hunt um, speaking a little cricket. Our, yes. our love, Jim uh, Henry Hunt, named in the touring side uh, to go to Sri Lanka along with. Uh, Alex Carey and Travis Head. So that's that's some good news for a young up and coming player um, to get to get a I guess a little berth there. And the only other news that I've got is that uh, not we won't talk about this week, but maybe next week you and I can discuss the uh, state game between the Waffle and the Sandful coming up. Good suggestion. The weekend after that, it's right. the fifteenth of fifteenth of May. That is so not not this coming weekend, but the weekend after the state game in Perth. Oh, brilliant. That's a great idea, Bond. So we'll keep that for, for further discussion. But thanks for joining me tonight on the Overnight Crowd and bring in some energy as always. Great to speak with you. No worries, Jen. Speak soon. Always great to speak with Paul Bonser from SENSA. When we return here on the Overnight Crowd, it's time to check in on the Super Netball. Sarah Wildy from Edge of the Crowd will be joining us. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.